Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Building Years and thanks for tuning in. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. I'm, I'm Justin Alexio. This week we got a very funny improv legend, Wayne Temple. <laughs> yes, hello, hello. Thanks for having me, boys. <clears throat> yes, welcome to the program. Uh, how do you and uh, Justin know each other? I'm always fascinated. Uh, Justin and I, we kind of switch off bringing in uh, mm-hmm. and guests, so I'm always fascinated on uh, how <laughs> Justin... Uh, has friends, you know. <laughs> nice. Yes. Well, we, we were forced together. It wasn't by choice. Uh, we are both members of the Iowa West Hurricane Hawk softball team. Nice. Yeah. What uh, yeah. what what position do you play, Wayne? I am pitcher. Okay. And yep. then Justin, what are you? Uh, they stick me in the outfield. They put you in the outfield. Yeah. I can't field in the infield. Now, for your softball, is it a uh, is it slow pitch? It is. It's slow okay. pitch high arc. Yeah. I, I I did. I played in a league once where it was fast pitch men. Oh no! <laughs> and it was it was pretty intense, and uh, I uh, I was the pitcher. <laughs> so uh, that's my uh, my little claim Can to softball whir- fame. Whirl it around. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so Wayne. He just telling me we just we just ate together. Yep. He's lived in five no. How many four? Five different cities? Four. 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 Four different cities, yeah. Chicago, mm-hmm. LA, New York, and Toronto. It's That's like right. all the comedy hubs. And Boom. all uh for great for comedy too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes, great. Uh, before we get into that, real quick, is the softball league that you play in? <laughs> I'm still curious about this. Uh is it a is it a comedy league or is it just like uh because um, you're looking to start a team? Is that, is that what you're doing? Well, <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants him. He has this, to start This, this podcast is actually a draft, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have different potential uh, <laughs> teammates uh, that, that come on uh, the show. Uh, no, because uh, I have a. Uh, I know a bunch of guys who like play like on uh, the comedy store, like has a team mm-hmm. like in a league, um, and there's like some other clubs and stuff who have teams. So I didn't know if you guys were like part of a specific comedy league or if it's just like. Io and other people happen to be on this team. Yeah, it's the West Side Entertainment League. So it's like some of the studios are in there, like Warner Brothers or like oh, really? CAA, and they always AKA. kick the shit out of us. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're terrible. We are absolutely terrible. Yeah, we got our ass kicked. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever, whenever you're shaking hands, you're like, "Are you looking to represent?" Anything? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think people have vaguely tried it, but there's really absolutely no hope. Yeah, <laughs> there's no hope. I yeah, mean, it's basically one big audition on the field because as a comedy team, that's, oh yeah, that's all we do is just bits, bits, bits. People while get we mad just at us because we just like caca out there. Yeah. and like bust each other's balls you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we uh That's a lot of people have been like <laughs> we get so many dirty looks <laughs> or like after the game they'll be like stop being annoying <laughs> but you guys are just having fun right? yeah, yeah absolutely and, dude other yeah. teams like do, do the caas and stuff do they take it seriously well caa is in the higher league than us so we, we rarely play the caa because gotcha. they're better way better yeah yeah, we can't yeah. Compete with them. yeah. We're, all... we're we're in the lowest bracket <laughs> and we are at the low end of that bracket it's like <laughs> it's like guys who are all state baseball <laughs> in yeah. high school yeah. and all that stuff. No, it's it's ugly. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but uh, the different cities. How uh, how long did you live in uh, in each city? I lived in Chicago for four years, and then I lived in New York for three years, and then Toronto for two years, and then I've been in LA since. So I've been here just coming up on seven years. Cool. Did you now? Did you dabble in improv and comedy in each place? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I went through I O in Chicago mm-hmm. um, back then. 
then uh, in 98 through 2002. So I did classes there and then was on teams there as well at a great time when like a bunch of, you know, named guys were there starting up too. So it was like, Oh, it's great. Who were yeah. yeah? Who were some of the guys? Well, like my first to two thousand two. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of people who came. Yeah, out of, I mean, out of and that. they were all still there, like Tina Fey and Richard uh-huh. Dratch and Sudeikis, all those guys. Um, so Sudeikis was actually the coach of my first team. So he coached me for a couple of years, and then when he left, Pete Gross <clears throat> coached us for a little bit, just sort of kind of as a placeholder. But then eventually the team sort of broke up after that. Um, in New York. I ne- I didn't end up doing UCB or Pitt. A friend of mine was just like, let's just start doing improv. So we just started doing our own shows, and they were mm-hmm. like almost kind of variety hours. There were a lot of um, characters. My wife worked for Blue Man Group, so we knew a lot of the Blue Men. So they would come in with like <laughs> oh, crazy really? characters that they wow. were trying out and stuff. Um, so characters stand up, and then we would do long form and short form. So we would do long form show and a short form show on the same night. So that is like, like a cool, hour. like nice variety yeah. mix. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we'd just go around Brooklyn, various spots, putting up shows. That's and, great. And then in Toronto was kind of the same thing. I I went. I um, took a couple classes at Second City, and then fell in with a bunch of people who were already doing sketch, and then we were just doing sketch. Now, how did uh, like uh, the Canada improv experience? Uh, what was that like versus like the U.S. Is there any different teaching styles, really, or is I mean, it pretty much pretty similar since it's still improv? I mean, admittedly, like I said, I, I didn't get too deep into the classes, but mm-hmm. I know they definitely like to go with a lot more Keith Johnstone and stuff up there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's Canadian, right? Isn't he from out of Vancouver? <laughs> Keith Johnstone? So, yeah. yeah, like impro guy. I've never read his book, but <laughs> I know a lot of people who talked about them <laughs> while they were up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, it's so Second City centered. I think, yeah, yeah, and yeah. when I was there, there was an improv team starting around a couple theaters or uh, some theaters that were starting up, and I think it was kind of just getting going. So it was a smaller community. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard that uh, that Fred Armisen used to be in Blue Man Group. I knew Fred Armisen. Yeah, Fred Armisen was in the band in Chicago when I was uh, when I was working there with my wife. I I had a job at Blue Man Group, which is the best job I think I've had in my life. Um, they in the Chicago theater. They don't have it anymore, but there's this. In all the Blue Man theaters, there's a big installation art piece in the actual lobby. Mm-hmm. And in the lobby, there were all these tubes that are coming out of the walls. And like uh, they all were playing variations on Smells Like Teen Spirit. And okay. then there were eight tubes, eight physical PVC tubes coming out of the wall that just said chat tube. And there were two guys upstairs in a room with all like the surveillance cameras of the lobby and we each had the end of those tubes like you know cans and wire yeah and then we would talk through the tubes and just shoot the shit with people for the hour before the show began it was that's so cool (laughs) (laughs) that's like the the best like grown-up kid job that you could ask for yeah yeah it was great and i mean we were all like improvisers and comedians so some people were playing and just wanted to talk, and others of us, we could just start getting like hour long bits going. And I mean, it was it was so good. We eventually got in trouble, of course, but uh, <laughs> it was super fun. I think actually Krebs did that with me too. Yeah. For a little bit, there was an overlap where he was doing it. Oh, that's awesome. I love Krebs. Krebs is my teacher. He taught me a lot. Oh, Made yeah. Made me the nice. man I am. Nice. Level two. Nice. Um, you also told me that, uh, so like one of the, used to work like in theater, like the. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I used to do a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, I went through theater school, so when I got out and I was in Chicago, I tried to work in an office for like a year and hated it and uh, quit, which my girlfriend's delight, who had just <laughs> moved in with me. I had a kid show and was like, yeah, I got a kid show, you know, for a month. <laughs> and so that ended, and I quickly had to scramble to find jobs. 
Um, and I ended up just hooking up with a friend of mine who was doing a lot of lighting. So for years, I was just hanging from the rafters in so many old, rickety Chicago theaters. And you said um, there was like no safety. No, no. I mean, in <laughs> one of these, in one uh, the Athenaeum Theater in Chicago, which is a huge old theater, but like the facility is in terrible shape. And I stood on top of a six foot ladder, you know, like, you know, like old um, ladders when you get to that top step and yeah. sort of wobble back and forth, <laughs> oh. depending on how you shift your weight. And so I'm in a, I'm in a box on the side of the theater. So, you know, that's already elevated and you're, you're looking down into the, the main house. So I'm already, you know, like what, 20 feet off the ground, maybe in the gallery or, you know, the box, and then I get on top of this six-foot ladder to hang a light at the top of a 15-foot boom. So I'm 6'3". So mathematically, that... (laughs) So I basically, you know, I got the light onto the boom and then pushed it all the way up. All the way up. Uh, I'm fully extended on the thing, just like... And then I I locked down the light and climbed down just you know shaking i mean i mean and, and that happened all the time stuff like that oh, yeah dude. yeah for 12 bucks an hour so scary that sounds, that's terrifying yeah because if what people don't realize like six foot three is pretty tall i'm, I'm about six foot three and uh whenever you're that tall on top of something else is yep. tall that is so you're so high up you're so re- like if you're a little guy you can kind of just like squat and yep. like down like yeah. to another step but whenever you have long legs, it's like a giant <laughs> step down, so it's even scarier. Oh, oh yeah. man! Yeah. Uh, uh, Justin was telling me before the podcast that you've had uh, quite a uh, quite a good uh, last year with uh, yeah. with uh, some different uh, yeah. auditions and stuff. Uh, do you want to talk about some of uh, the first uh, gigs uh, of the year that yeah. um, of yeah. 2013? That, uh, I just that started getting? really booking a lot in the fall. Um, I had uh, my. Son was born in June. I have a second child now. Congrats. Awesome. Thank you. And I, you know, I was just joking to people that I think, you know, that's it. If you want success, just have a child. <laughs> right. And then the universally will gift you the karma um, of bringing new life. Uh, Please sure, don't uh, tell my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but after that, I, you know, I was telling Justin, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I was just like, you know, punch drunk walk into these auditions where it's like I didn't give a crap. So right. it's just like, well, okay. But I also think I'd walk into a room and, bef- you know, you always walk into a room and the casting director's there and you're like, oh, what do I do? Okay, I, I can't shake their hand because I'm not allowed to spread germs. So <laughs> it's like you never know the names of the casting directors. Yeah. You know on paper. And so it's just like, which one's great? Yeah. Well, how do I start a conversation? And it's like, you know, I just didn't give a fuck. I just walked in the room and said, started talking about my baby and, oh my God, it's crazy. And so immediately I've humanized myself right. for this casting director. And then I own the room. And then from there, it's just like, you know, like, oh, oh, by the way, do you want me to do it straight through? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're auditioning. And then, you know, you do it and they see you shift gears and act. And they're like, oh, he's a human and he's talented. And yeah, wow, maybe we should cast him. That's awesome. <laughs> so I ended up booking uh, How I Met Your Mother, The Mentalist, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Parenthood. And Parenthood, I actually booked. It was the second time I booked Parenthood. Wow. I was actually on Parenthood three years ago. Um, so the casting office wasn't very pleased when I booked the second time. Oh, <laughs> they not know? No. Well, like in the approval process, they're like, wait, he's done the show before. And so my manager's like, she's calling me and she's yelling at me. Like, why did you send him? And I'm like, well, but I, but they cast me. Like, it, yeah. if it was that big a deal, like, yeah, what? what's, what's yes. the problem? Yeah, you yeah. liked me twice. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm, sorry okay. I'm so likable. <laughs> That's great. I, yeah. I, I've tried. To, 
to do the thing where I connect with the casting director when I walk in the room, yeah. and it just doesn't work oh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, like where I was like, uh, like one audition I went in, like uh, so at the time my agent knew the casting director, and I go, uh, so my agent so and so says hello, and he goes, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, brick. Oh, <laughs> and I did not get a call back. <laughs> it was totally just like uh, I was like trying to be the smooth guy like I am well connected I know people and then he's like yeah that's not me he's not even here I was like okay uh, do you want me to take it from the top yeah what was uh, how was uh, the experience on uh, How I Met Your Mother it was great it was great and it was just oh gosh Uh, I was I sh- I ended up looking so terribly green on that set because I, it was like we, I was I was escorting Jason Siegel and Sherry Shepard off of an airplane because they'd been fighting you know on the airplane or something okay. and weren't turning off their electric electronic devices <laughs> and uh, and so you know I'm I'm used to you know having a cue and like okay you know there's my line okay and then I run in but this time I started the scene. Right. Oh. Okay. So so they're calling. So so they're and I'm like in this hallway, so I can't visually see anybody either. Right. So they're like, okay, rehearsal, blah, blah blah blah. And during the rehearsal, she goes, background action action. And I heard oh. I heard two actions, and I'm like, oh, that's that's weird. Maybe maybe she's doing like background action and then action for me. Right. 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 <laughs> Only that was not the case. <laughs> she's calling background action. And then I think because the door didn't open, she said it again. So now this is in my head. So when we start actually shooting the scene, she goes background, action, and nothing happens, you know. And, and, right, so, right, right. and so and so so like finally she says action again, and then like I get through the door, and you know we kind of like half did the scene, but it was all discombobulated. So then we go back to do it again, and it happens again. And at this point, Jason Siegel and Sherry Shepard are just like, "That's you! That's you!" I'm like, "What is going on?" The the AD, the first AD, has come around. He's like, "Can you hear us back here?" <laughs> so like, I'm trying to do I know. the best job possible. <laughs> I go out there. They, I mean, you know, Jason is broken by this point. So everybody's giggling. The whole crew starts giggling. And at that point, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm good. Because then I went back there and I apologized to, to Jason and Sherry. And they're like, yeah, dude, don't worry about it. It's like, we needed that today. We, need, we needed a good laugh. And I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love it whenever you try. I, I feel like it always it, it's always worked in my disadvantage. Anytime I try to act like I know more than I actually do, it always like whenever I'm like, oh yeah, I've been here before <laughs> or whatever. It always like backfires. Like that food's not for you, right? Okay, <laughs> like that, that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, what was uh, uh what kind of role did you play on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine? I've actually been getting into that show recently. It's actually a pretty good yeah, show. And yeah, then Andy Samberg just uh, yeah, won a Golden, Golden Globe. For Globe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was a fireman. I was a fireman on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Cool. Uh, which which was great. And uh, you know they obviously as cops firemen. So I'm hoping that that means that they're gonna Bring have back. us back. Yeah. They had, they had already been. They had they already had a fireman episode, and they had me pinned for that. But 
but it was before the script was written. So by the time the script was written, we didn't end up in it. But mm-hmm. it sounds like, you know, that's a story. It's Pat Oswalt as a fire marshal. Oh, yeah. And so with him and Andy playing off each other, I mean, that's, you know, it can that's go forever. Great. So the hope, knock on wood, is that, you know, I'll be back over there. Because it was just a few lines, but it was, you know, it was funny. It was a funny scene. So Sure. And they just sh- they shoot that right over in, uh, in Burbank, right? Uh, at Radford, CBS Radford. Oh, CBS Radford. Yeah. Cool. cool, cool. Yeah. Sweet. Digging mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you're just rocking it out, man. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Trying to chain it all one to the next. How was uh, – you've also been on, like, Go On, too, right? Yeah, I was on Go On, yeah. I thought it was Goon for the longest <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people did, but I was like, the show Goon? It's like, no, it's called Go On. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Well, even how they had the sign, it looked like Goon. I mean, you know, like, it, the right. Go was on top and on, but it was connected, so it looked like – yeah, it looked like Goon. Right. Yeah. So what the the typical roles that you're going for is it like uh, cops, firefighters, yep, th- that kind of stuff? Because of my size, uh, you sure. know, I got a little bit of gut on me too. So it's always you look very American, though. Do you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so, I got that Midwest corn-fed, you know, right. sort of, you know, blonde, even though it's receding. So that's the thing. I go into rooms where I am the youngest and thinnest in just about any room I go in. So uh, it's usually 40s to 50s, grossly out of shape. <laughs> uh, I was I was once out for NCIS in a room of enormous men, enormous men. And you're like, am I in the right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Room and right so I'm now? sitting there, just kind of keeping my head down, you know. And then finally, this guy, you know, whose you know gut is going past his knees as he's seated seated in his chair, turns to me and he goes like, well, "What are you here for?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm, I'm here for a TSA agent Perkins." And he just starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, great. <laughs> so, but sometimes it works for me because then, then I am, you know, I'm the one that stands out from the pack because I don't look you totally know, like right. everybody else. You know, not always. Do you but. think you're going to, um, like, push your kids into the arts or would you support them to do it? Or would you be like, no, uh, it's hard? I'm going to do my darndest to keep them out of the arts. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, the nest egg of, you know, a couple commercials when they're kids or whatever. I mean, if, if they chose to do it, then. I would support them because at least I know so much about it right. versus what I knew going in. So I can immediately get them running. But like, I have friends, you know, like I know an agent who like two years ago was like, Hey, when Ruby turns four and you want to start a college account, you let me know. <laughs> it's like, you know, oh, wow. they're already getting pegged. And I'm like, what? <laughs> because I assume if I'm getting them to auditions and I'm doing, you know, all that stuff aside from the psychological effects on them as human beings, <laughs> yeah. Then what you know, I their careers are gonna take over, and I know that might be selfish, but you know you gotta worry I'm about Papa, me. Papa, yeah. Daddy, <laughs> Big Papa. Yeah, yeah. I, whenever I'm in like commercial auditions and like they're kids and they're whenever they clearly don't want to be there, yeah. they're like, I'm like, why yeah. are they here? Yeah. Why are they here? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's kind of how I kind of feel. Is like uh, if. If a, if my kid ha- happens to want to do it, it's like yeah, it's fine. But it's like I think you should try yeah. <laughs> some yeah. other stuff. You'll be yeah, much yeah. happier. <laughs> yeah. I, exactly. I promise you. Yeah. yeah, it'll be way less stress and and all that that goes with it. Yeah, uh, Wayne, where, where did you say you were uh, uh, originally from? I'm originally from around Chicago. I grew up in the western suburbs of Chicago. Okay, cool. And uh, was uh, was when did you kind of like know that that comedy and acting was going to be your thing? Was it from a super young age, or did you kind of find out a little bit later? I used to mock people who were going to go into the arts and into <laughs> acting because I thought it was a terrible choice. <laughs> 
Um, then my senior year of high school, I was in a production of Inherit the Wind. Okay. Uh, with a good friend of mine opposite me. We were the lawyers, which, you know, uh, 17-year-old boys playing, you know, 60-some-year-old men. Just um, the best kind of place. <laughs> yes, yes. There, there, really there's a lot of shoe white involved. Unconvincingly <laughs> very old men. My yeah. favorite kind of place to watch. <laughs> uh, but that was it. That was it. That was my bug moment. And then it was just like, got to do it. Yeah. Then, you know, my my previous ideas of becoming a doctor or a biology teacher or a physics teacher were all just burnt because I mm-hmm. was like, well, I can't give myself an out. Yeah. Because if I have an out, I'm going to take it. So yeah. I can't double major and become a teacher. Yeah. Right? So now I have absolutely no fallback. You yeah. Were, you, you, were, you, were, <laughs> you were telling me uh, one of the, the most close you got to like having a real job uh was uh being a manager at starbucks that's right used to, jeremiah used to work at starbucks oh yeah oh my goodness yes yeah. <laughs> yeah i have worked every single level of of, of of starbucks in the store anyways yeah did you did you like the did you, how did you like the job what was your experience and, and what, what 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 was your experience and what uh area did you work like what part of town did you work I have worked in Chicago, in New York, and in Los Angeles for mm-hmm. Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked at, uh, I don't even remember where, what corner it was, Clark and, like Clark and Division around there mm-hmm. in Chicago, which is where I got my start. Got my start. And then in New York. cut my teeth on the, the, then, the Starbucks uh, train. <laughs> <laughs> I worked in Penn Station in New York at a competing coffee house. Then Ooh. I worked at 33rd and 10th, which was the Daily News building. So mm-hmm. we get to serve Bill Moyers all the time because PBS was there too. Oh, wow. And then Cooper Union, uh, Astor Place. So that was like Lower East Side. Yeah. Like all junkies. All, all, all junkies. <laughs> um, Since you were usually you know. the bigger guy in shift, was it your job? Yeah, to- always. <laughs> always. Always. And They would yeah. tell me, yeah. and I'm just, uh, yeah. I like have floppy hair, yeah. and I'm just like, this wacky looking dude. Jeremiah, go take care of my. Yeah. Look at me. I'm like the skinniest person <laughs> yeah. in here. I'm not handling yeah. that. Yeah. My manager was about. Five foot, uh, and she, you know, had tats and stuff, but she was she was tiny. Yeah, and so it was always Wayne go kick out the junkies. And they're just like, oh man! I mean, there's one day Parker Posey comes in, and so we're all like psyched, you know, right, especially right, right. Like, comedy stuff. I'm like, oh, best in the show! Oh my god, waiting for coming. And I'm terrible with celebrities, absolutely terrible with celebrities. And but luckily, you know, my other coworker that day, who's a lovely gay guy, immediately is being colorful and enchanting her. <laughs> right. And so I'm just like along for the ride, you know, like, oh wow, okay, hey Parker, what's up? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and then I look up and I see two 50 year old men in the corner start a slow motion fight as a fist <laughs> just comes slowly swinging at this guy. And so I'm just like, yeah. And so I go to run. I'm immediately like, call 911. You know, like, oh, I had my moment with Parker. It's it ruined. Uh, and, you know, I get in the middle of them, and one of them's like, blah, 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 this, that, or the other, you know, something, my knife. And I'm just like, oh, oh no. Like, this, is this, this it? This is the, I'm going to die in a Starbucks, really. <laughs> And at this point, I'd been like, both of you outside. And then I hear the knife thing. I'm like, one of you outside. <laughs> and they're like, what? You just said both of us. And I'm like, one, you outside. And, oh. and then finally, the cops arrived. 
And Parker was long gone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. you, no, you said that you, <laughs> you said you're bad with uh, celebrities in that, in that story. <laughs> how yeah. so? How, how are you? Okay, bad let's with give you an example. Well, I mean, I I just always because it's like you know I want to treat celebrities like I don't I don't give, you know give a shit who you are like you're just another person in the coffee sure, shop. I'm sure. going to treat you like another person. Yeah. But everybody in the shop is so like convivial and nice to people that they can just strike up conversations. <laughs> and so mine always like um uh not Will uh, McGregor the guy from uh, Will and Grace. The main oh, guy. Oh, uh, yeah. I, Greg I something, I forget. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> either way. So he's there. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting, I actually start up a little conversation with him. And I look in his wallet and I see Canadian money. I'm like, hey, Canadian money. He's like, yeah, I'm from Toronto. I was like, oh, yeah, I used to live there too. That's right. I knew you were from there. I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I say it. Just like that. <laughs> and his, did, did you really? Yeah, yeah, just as a yeah, joke, but, yeah, no, and but his face sort of like it just w- fell. It was it was the this man is crazy. <laughs> I am going to go get my drink at the bar and leave. <laughs> like you know what I was thinking about yeah. sitting down here yeah. and enjoying the coffee. Yeah. Definitely yeah. taking it to yeah. go yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, another guy. This this is right up at Sunset and Gower. We had uh, Adam Shankman would come in all the time. Uh, director, you know, and boy, isn't he a uh, judge on like you think you can dance or something yeah Adam okay yeah and he directs films right and so like he'd come in every day after working out get his drinks i was super nice he was super nice we'd flirt all the time i'd flirt with him you know just like oh okay hey oh looking good you know blah 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 <laughs> doing our thing and then one day i'm in the back you know in the break room and i'm reading like the la times and i'm like hairspray that's him <laughs> i'm like that's Oh, and the relationship went to pot after that. The next time I saw him, I was like, I'll get you drinks for you, sir. Uh, he's, uh, like, he's like, he's found out who my true identity yeah. And I tried to be coy, like, hey, you, I saw you on LA Times. Wow. Oh. Doing the, wow it's, he's like, it's he's great. Like, this is the last thing I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. We've been having these awesome, oh. normal interactions. Oh, I know, and that, and that was it. That was <laughs> it. I mean, luckily, I left the store shortly thereafter, so I didn't, didn't have to see much more of them but it got so awkward so fast that's oh. so awesome so if you're listening adam i i apologize <laughs> cast me in your next film <laughs> that's so uh so we're almost out of time here uh so we like a segment on here it's called the hollywood bitch slap so basically oh. want to hear any story where hollywood has bitch slapped you or since you live in so many cities could be any city uh could be like a bad show something, yeah something to do with comedy something to do with acting oh, something man. uh uh, somebody who has betrayed you <laughs> through yeah. entertainment, uh, uh, or or it could be uh, one specific like audition that went terribly, or an onset experience. Yeah, so Any, I just block those out of my mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 it's hard for me on the spot to think of something good. I mean that that obviously that green experience on How I Met Your Mother was good, but that wasn't much of a bitch slap as much as it was just me being an idiot. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, you know, if anything, I think it would be the, the challenges we faced as a team in Chicago. Cause I mean, I, yeah, I don't have that many crappy experiences, but I know we, we were on a great team. And like I said, Jason Stake, as far as a coach, he did all this uh, John Wooden stuff. Like, he was I mean, a good coach. He, was, yeah, he was a great coach, great coach. Like, I mean, incredible. Um, and so much about the strength of the team and, you know, this, that, the other and, mm-hmm. and pushing us to be so good. <clears throat> but we were funny. And we knew we were funny. And yeah. We made a point of being funny. Sure. Which went counter to what they wanted at IO. Right. And so as soon as Sudeikis went to go do Second City in Vegas and like our protection was gone, <laughs> then the team was broken up shortly thereafter. And it was really disappointing because 
a know. bunch of funny people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, when you have like TJ Jagodowski in the wings, you know, yeah. like leaning over to Jason, like these these are your people. Like <laughs> yeah. they're really good. You know, it's like yeah. oh man, it's you special. Know. It's really it's really hard to. Uh, Justin and I actually used to be on an improv team with two other guys, and uh, we had some magic shows. But like mm-hmm. over time, it just worked out where we we couldn't perform together anymore. Like o- over the years, just like uh, we had, uh, we're all stand-ups too. Yeah. So like the schedule started conflicting yeah. and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, we slowly had to break up like a sad boy band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is like, no, we had uh-huh. something special, but yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's heartbreaking <laughs> whenever you're with a group of people, you're like, so like in sync with, and yeah. they're like finishing yeah. your sentences and all that stuff. It's, uh, it's cool. Yeah. Those moments are few where improv, does transcend to art and after you've had a taste of those it's hard to go back to you know oh, being in a throw together teams. team with a oh. couple wrecking balls and then just just yeah. you know it's really difficult yeah then you're just like why am i doing stop this? making me a rapist <laughs> yes please <laughs> every scene uh, you're be the what? rapist yes why did you make me the van driver little boy like come on ah <laughs> uh. Uh, well, <laughs> we've had an awesome uh, time. I've loved all your stories, Wayne, <laughs> and uh, it's been more. a good time. Uh, uh, can you uh, can you plug? Uh, wh- where can people find you? Like your your uh, if you have any fan pages, Twitter, website, any of that stuff. Uh, I got WayneTempleActor.com, but that's pretty much just like my reel and stuff up there. Um, you know, you got Twitter. Me. I do not have Twitter. You don't have Twitter. I, I know. I've I've thought about it recently, and my friends like. You are up drunk at 3 a.m. in the morning. He's like, that's not something that you want to have happen. <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> um, no, just out there on Facebook and everything else. And then well, we can check I'm all here. your TV bookings. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, indeed. I, you know, and I play around uh, town at Second City and some of the indie spaces. I think I have a show on March 7th at the Danger Room. Cool. Um, so I think that's my next one. Awesome. Well, yeah. dude, thanks so much for coming by. Uh, yeah. we, we had an awesome time having you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you.